One thing about me, when I was 16, I was in a yearbook class, but there was a panini. Yeah, that's right, I was in a Zoom meeting. Specifically, telling you it was a staff meeting. Yeah, that's right, I was the lead graphic illustrator. I drew stuff for free with no exposure. Um... Then he asked me, this grown-ass man, who was supposed to be my mentor, but he was a scam. That's right, he asked me for my opinion. And I said, hey, I don't know if my opinion has merit because I never learned in design. And hey, I never had graphic design experience. And then he got really mad. I mean, red in the face mad. I mean, he yelled at me. He told me stay after class. And so I did. I got really, really nervous. And here's what he did. I mean, he yelled at me. Like, he really, really yelled at me. I mean, to the point that I had a very bad panic attack. And then we got onto the topic of my mental health. And I said, hey, dude, yeah, it's not going swell. And he said, hey, me too. I mean, hey, I almost went blind. I mean, yeah, in my eye. I almost went blind. And even though that happened, hey, I'm still here. And you know what? That means your problems aren't really here and I said wow okay dude okay okay so I didn't really talk and then he said do you think you would benefit from therapy and I said maybe but you know what I don't really know if that's gonna happen anytime soon and he said you know what and I mean he really said this back to the topic on how he almost went blind he said I almost went blind therefore your problems aren't really that much and that's how I got my self-worth issues. End scene. One thing about me when I was 17, I was in a yearbook program as a senior ads editor. I also had a lot of other roles in that class and a lot of other classes on my plate. So one day I went into the yearbook room to pick up supplies and go sell senior ads at lunch. But guess who was in that room my yearbook advisor who i looked up to next thing i know he's asking me what are you even doing here turns out i had missed some events to cover he continued to scream at me but let me better paint this picture this was a 30 year old man screaming at a 17 year old girl alone in a room about missing a lab in a biology class he basically told me i was a lazy piece of crap so i didn't sell ads that day instead i went to the art room and cried feeling like a worthless piece of crap bars bars straight up bars bars Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode <laughs> twenty-two. Let's go. Um, um, I don't like know what to do because we're not talking about Scientology anymore. <laughs> we forgot how to do normal episodes. Um, yeah. Oh. Um. Well, 
gotta make a little shout out to Sophia for this wonderful artwork she's been working so hard on. You guys are so welcome. Like it's definitely the artwork that she originally planned to make. (laughs) I hope you guys know that I spent so much time making that. Um, you know, blood, sweat, and tears. Um, actually, I cried over it. I laughed over it. Um. I had traumatic events surrounding it. it. It really says a lot about me as a person. And, you know, I just think that I should be appreciated for it more. Yeah. And I also like to just, you know, note out the little, um, the little meme and, uh, the which bottom. I also made. Yeah. Hopefully that doesn't get us demonetized. <laughs> demonetized. Um, like we're already monetized. Yeah. We'll demonetize in the future. Uh, so, I'm yeah. On. I hope you guys enjoy that. Today's going to be a little bit of a different <laughs> episode. Um, because today we are unveiling our, what I like to call, um, the, the, uh, the, the, um, the genesis of our friendship. Yes. Um, because this is where we met. Our yearbook class. Yeah. Uh, we were kind of going back and forth. Sophie, you can act like you weren't going back and forth, but I was going back and forth about making this episode because, like, I'm in my second year of college. I'm almost 20 years old next year. Like, (laughs) I was a little hesitant about, like, talking about stuff that happened in high school, but then I realized what happened in this class still affects me to this day. And, Sophia, I'm going to assume you can say the same. (laughs) Yes, same here. Like, hardcore, I'm not going to lie. Um, it's, it was into it just this whole era of my life was extremely intense for me so um, yeah um it left a pretty big uh um hmm. other terms it left a pretty big shit stain in uh yeah. my my professional my future professional career i just like i can't look at anything the same i honestly it, it's really bad cuz right now i'm in a job that the people there are really nice and I'm really confused why they're so nice because I need them to like verbally abuse me um, because then I feel like I'm not doing no, a good job. Up. Okay. Um, I guess I'm going to say this before I forget it, but because of, the, of everything I've been through in this class, my supervisors have started getting really nice to me and I know it's because I finally, like, we've all gotten comfortable with each other. Um, but in the back of my head, I'm like, oh, they're just being nice so they can yell at me later um, and yeah. cause twice the damage. Um, and I know that's not it. But in my head, that's what's happening. But um, we'll, get, we'll get into a little bit more context as we go on. But first of all, how is everyone doing? Evangeline, how are you doing? I'm, you know, I'm, I'm stressed. I'm, I, I've said this before, but I'm taking seven classes and have a part-time job. So that's not a, that's, it's not a easy thing to do, but you know, I put that on myself. So got to push through. Um, You're almost done. Yep. Almost, almost done. You're almost yeah. done. Yeah. Um, and then we got a very special episode coming to you guys, um, December, January. Yes. Um, we were talking about it earlier today before we started recording yeah earlier as in like five minutes before we started recording but we have a very special episode planned um for oh, part- oh, oh, also 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 
also um yes. the beginning of the video i heard i heard that if we ask the audience so asking you guys to like and subscribe at the beginning of this which is it's not really the beginning anymore it's like probably 10 minutes in but if you like and subscribe right now we have a higher chance of getting into the algorithm like youtube likes that for some reason so uh do that do that because we would like to again like it's not really about like getting monetized it's just you know bigger community we can do more fun things as this special episode potential special episode in we're gonna the winter time we're yes. we're considering we are considering considering okay a live episode considering we are still gonna work out the the intricacies and what exactly we want to do but we are thinking about it um little teaser yeah. it's probably gonna be like maybe we might do kind of a vlog experience and then for when we go um as sophia likes to say ocean 11 the uh the ocean joke 11. you don't evangeline i am danny oceans ocean. 11 you are rusty ryan <laughs> we are in love and we are about to absolutely mess this up yeah the scientology center um so we might like make that a vlog though. experience because we'll also do like some shopping, show you around like where, where where we're from, you know, and then we'll do maybe a live episode to kind of just catch up. And obviously the live episode would come out before the vlog, but that's just kind of the idea. Kind of the, the idea. Little, we're we're definitely gonna figure it out more, but we're throwing it out there. Also, quick thing, next week there will be no episode. Oh, Our schedules yes. Do not align, and it is the beginning of the holiday season for me at work, so I'm just going to be absolutely dead. <laughs> yeah, but we will be back afterwards we with will. probably a more chill episode. I'm yeah. seeing Black Panther, Wakanda Forever next Friday, so hope we are definitely. Well, Sophia, gonna... you probably won't see it within that week. No, I'm not going to see it probably for like a good week or two, which hopefully I can avoid spoilers. Yeah, I'm really excited for that movie though. Um, I just listened to the album today, and it was. I don't think it was like as good as the first album, but it still had like some good tracks on it. Also, they have a podcast out for this movie, and it was like it was just so it was really like well made a podcast. It was Tanahisi Coates who um who actually wrote a run for a Black Panther series and a Captain a really good Captain America comic book series and he was interviewing ryan coogler just kind of about chadwick boseman's passing and everything it was just it was really like a beautiful episode just recommend a little bit housekeeping um has nothing to do with today's episode but just wanted to put that yeah, out we're there just, we're just trying to um get a little bit lighthearted before we start talking about this stuff yeah yeah and also i and also i'm we're saying this especially like talking about the the live episode because we want more people to like be subscribed to the channel so maybe people can join the live episode <laughs> and maybe ask us like three questions in the hour that we'll record but please subscribe um yeah. if you obviously if you like the podcast if you don't like then i should probably that's really bad 
We will also take hate subscribers. Um, yes, we will. A win is a win. We'll answer hate questions. A win is a win. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, I think, but yeah, I think we should probably it. just, yeah, we should just yeah. jump into it. So, yeah, today we're going to be talking about our yearbook experience. And you guys might be wondering how, it, what's, what's, what does my play my Spotify playlist say? Because I have a playlist that's like <laughs> Hold up, I'll look into it. Senior senior eye. Yeah, hold up. Let me let me find it. Cause I rem- I, re- I remember this playlist. Yeah. Oh, I pulled it up. Okay. So Okay. <laughs> um I'm I still need to make a like a master list of all the links that we used in the Scientology series so far. I don't know. I'll probably include this link to this playlist in the um, in the description. But this playlist was basically my senior year playlist, and I just put in all the songs that like got stuck in my head, came out during those senior school year. Yeah. Um, do you want to read the title of it? Oh, senioritis, more like senior tits. Yeah. Okay. It's super funny. Haha. Uh, the. <laughs> The playlist photo, it was kind of like a joke in our yearbook class, like the this is fine dog with the fire going in the background. That was like always a joke. It was very accurate. Um, we actually had it hung up on one of our... We did. One of the cabinets. Yeah. Um, and the description says getting PTSD from a yearbook program is more likely than you think. And you might think that's a joke, but it's not. Um unfortunately uh so yeah so today we're basically going to be capitalizing on our trauma from a high school yearbook program yeah so how about let's start with how we got how we joined okay should i start since i yeah you were in there the longest i'm the senior um so (laughs) we're gonna be careful about not saying actual names and if we do, we will enter it. High school, yeah. I there's a part of me that just like genuinely does not care. Um, but you know, I don't. I kind of want this to be like it. You know, yeah. like this is the. I mean, this we're gonna talk point. about it still. We're still gonna reference it, but like this is our last like deep dive into what happened in these three years. Um, and in a way, this is kind of cathartic for us. Yes. But we're going to make it funny. We're going to make it funny. Because some of it is just, like, absurd. Um, so, let me... Downright bad. Yeah. <laughs> let me start. So, in freshman year, I... You know you know what's crazy is that I almost didn't go to this high school. I almost went to um, the other school that starts with an R. Um, R-A. All right. Got it. You, you know what I'm. Yeah, okay. you almost, oh, I didn't know that you almost went there. Yeah, the reason I almost went there is because they had a really good music program, and my mom oh. really wanted me to continue with it. But I didn't want to because I wanted, I wanted to be originally in the newspaper for the high school that we did go to. But when I went to like the orientation, not even the orientation, but just like the pre, like when they're trying to get people to join that high school. When I asked, they were like, you can't join until sophomore year. So I was like, oh, that sucks. So when I actually started my freshman year at this high school, 
I wish I had like another code name instead of high school, but whatever. Um, I was going to say the English translation of the school, but then that would also be like, <laughs> give it away. Yeah. I'm just going to say high school. Okay, so it was required. Freshman seminar was required for you, right? No, because I was an no. avid. Oh, okay. Well, freshman seminar was something that was required for a couple of years. And it, I was one of those years. So freshman seminar was stupid. Uh, and Crystalline was actually, that's how I met her, was in that class. Crystalline, if you guys don't remember, she was in one of our earlier episodes. Episode three, I think. Episode three. Uh, yeah. We, were, we talked a lot about video games. Yeah. Uh, but we were in that class together. And this teacher, <laughs> obviously, like, looking back, I don't even need to look back. I realized it probably, like, in the second year of my experience with this teacher, played favorites. Oh, yeah. I'm not... I don't want to say I'm a teacher's pet. I'm really not. I'm kind of like an unintentional teacher's pet. Okay, well, speaking for myself, I'm not an intentional teacher's pet. Like, I don't want to go out of my way to be close with the teacher or anything. It just happens to be that I'm very quiet, and so people assume that I'm easily, like, I don't know. I am kind of like a rule follower in a way, and but I don't, I don't get manipulated easily. So, but I was like trying to be like emo and stuff in freshman year. And looking back, that was really just like a descent into depression. Um, but that's a different thing. Um, Sorry. And so when you're kind of like in that vulnerable, like trying to find yourself place, you're anyone that kind of latches onto your interests, you're like, oh, and if it's your first high school teacher who comes up to you because you're drawing the infinity stones in your sketchbook and they express interest and say they're also like interested in Marvel, it's like there's an immediate connection there. So this teacher and I developed a, you know, like a professional teacher student relationship. I want to make that really clear because I feel like what I'm saying makes it sound like this is a weird like case and it's, it's not that kind of case at all. Like yeah. I want to make that very, very clear because um, we this wouldn't be talking be about it on here. <laughs> um, so one day he came up to me and we already like developed this kind of like repertoire and he had told me because that class was the classroom was structured that it was the main classroom and then there was the back room and that was for the yearbook program so surprise if you can already guess this teacher was the yearbook advisor and it was his first year as the yearbook advisor i had actually yeah. seen the yearbook for this high school a year before because my aunt is a four years older than me that's another story um uh but she showed me it and I was like, oh, this is really nice yearbook. So I already had an idea of like the quality and caliber of like this yearbook program. Cause I already known they had won awards and that was, you know, like that's appealing. And so he basically told me that, you know, he was trying to get me into yearbook, which spoiler alert, it worked. And he said that there was a previous student 
staff member in that class that had gone on to work for Vanity Fair and is now interviewing like celebrities at Comic Con. And I was like, hold up, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> you're telling me your book is the pipeline to go into Comic Con and interviewing people? So I was immediately like, yeah, I'll join. Within that semester as well, he, one time, and this is going to be very important. This is this is planting the <laughs> the seed. Um, he took me into the back room, and there at the time, and it's funny because actually the editor in chiefs at the time were friends with my aunt, mm -hmm. and he had said he'd said to them, "Here's here's the future editor in chief," and of course, like that was probably lighthearted and kind of a joke, but I did take it to heart because. He he was the only teacher that had actually made the effort to strike up conversation with me and take interest in my hobbies and invite me into a program. Because honestly, at that point, I didn't know if I was going to get a newspaper. I wasn't playing the violin anymore. And I really like had. I wasn't really like making any friends except for the people from my old school. So it was like okay, like, here's the plan. I'm going to join your book and then I'm going to be at Comic-Con in four years interviewing Chris <laughs> Evans. Like, <laughs> that was that was in my head. And well, you were at a Comic-Con, but I don't think you're merely interviewing Chris Hemsworth. No. Or Chris Evans. <laughs> no. Um, I actually was at a Comic-Con where Chris Hemsworth was there, but I couldn't, like, go to the panel, which kind of sucked. But that's besides the point. So... Freshman year, I wasn't, I, I couldn't join your book yet just because scheduling conflicts. And I also think he didn't really want freshmen in the class, which was weird, but whatever. Because there ended up being freshmen in the class later on. Um, I need to stop saying, um. So. I mean, you're reflecting memories, so it's fine. I know. I just, I don't like it. <laughs> so. I end up after my first semester, actually might have been during the first semester, Crystalline, another girl, and I all kind of established like a good connection with this teacher. So we would actually go to his classroom every Wednesday during lunch. Like that was a tradition. So just to give you a picture of like how much how close I was to this teacher and kind of to the point where he he was kind of going to be like my mentor for the next four years um which looking back was just like not I I don't know if that was like a healthy thing if that was I don't want to like blame anything but mm -hmm. that's what was happening so at the end of the school year, I do an interview with the, I think like at the time, I think the people interviewing me, it was still, yeah, the editors in chief interviewed me. I got in, like, obviously it's, it's not that hard to get into your book, to be honest, like, unless, well, we'll find out later what would <laughs> cause you to not get into your book if you're a yep. guy. Uh <laughs> so <laughs> uh there was some like weird 
weird sexism going on. Oh, yeah. I'll just say that. Oh, yeah. So I, I got into your book. And are you cool if I just go on to my sophomore year? Because you weren't involved yet. I didn't even know you. Yeah, because I was thinking you can go up to your sophomore year and I'll I'll, I'll do my entry. This is another episode where Evangeline talks for half the episode unintentionally. (laughs) (laughs) So I get into your book in sophomore year. I'm a regular staff member, so I'm just like doing beats. And if you guys don't know what beats are, beats are basically, at least in that class, you're partnered up with a person or two people and we had sports beats academic beats and elect or no what was it it was sports academic, academic and clubs and clubs okay yeah so we had sports academics and clubs and so each group each team would be assigned you know you would be assigned biology and maybe like all this like some of the science courses and then for the sports baseball football basketball something like that and then whatever clubs art club anime club whatever so that was kind of the role and you go out do interviews you do the stories write the captions and yeah all the shits and giggles yeah (laughs) It was and and like that was cool, but I knew like what I wanted to do. And he knew what I wanted to do because he had alluded to the thing that I wanted to do. Like he was the one who planted the seed by saying, like, here's your future editor in chief. And I know some of y'all are gonna be like, Well, he was probably joking and you took it too far. No. You don't go up to a 14-year-old who's obviously like anxious super quiet keeps to herself and like latch on to something that means a lot to her and basically tell her if you join this class you have the pot chance of getting like one of your dream jobs like you just you don't do that and then not follow through on it i'm kind of getting a little bit ahead of myself i'm getting a little angry right now (laughs) so back to sophomore year where i was a little staff writer crystalline was also in there as well and we were partnered because our last names like alphabetically i always do that when i'm telling stories i tell like details that really have nothing to do with anything that might just be like the writer brain in me to give like more context do i do that a lot or is that just did you hear what i just said (laughs) well i did but not really (laughs) Okay, no, I'm just saying that sometimes when I tell stories, I tell details that, like, don't really have anything to do with anything. I just repeated myself. Um, they don't have to do with anything. Do I do that? Do you notice I do that? Or is that just Not me? a lot. Oh, okay. But also, I do that, so maybe I don't really notice okay. it. It's just the, the neurodivergent. <laughs> it's just that, yeah. Yeah. So, in my sophomore year doing staff writing i actually get like a shout out from the teacher and it was actually a situation that you sophia would know very well where he yells at the entire class and then he calls out one person like to praise them oh yeah. i was the person who got praised it was like the first month of beats he was like look how well she organized this da 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 
And I was like, oh my God, like this is it. And I didn't even think anything of it. I didn't even think about how wrong it was to yell at an entire class and then single out the new. Actually, all of us were new. That was also another yeah. point of it. He had basically gotten, he had hired a completely, like all these editors in chiefs who had absolutely no idea how to use the programs that we used, Adobe programs. And everyone in that class was new to yearbook because a lot of the people in the class before were seniors. So they had graduated. So like he kind of had to get a new staff, but he, he could have used previous people to put an editor in chief, but you know, that's not my, that's not really my story to tell um, yet. So yet. later in sophomore year, I get moved up to caption editor. So I'm already noticing, oh, okay, I'm getting recognized for my hard work. I'm a caption editor. And caption editor, it's not like super fancy. All you do is, I mean, it's like, it's kind of, it's a tedious job because what it is, is every day, pretty much, photographers would print out, the photo editor would print out all the photos and we would have to go and get interviews for those photos and create a caption. You from had to it. track the person down too, yes. which was a it whole was, process. Yeah. Um, so I became caption editor. So I didn't really have to do captions anymore, which is really great, but I had to edit all of them and categorize them, file them. So in that sense, it was very tedious, but it wasn't really like a hard job. But in my head, I was like, okay, this is getting me prepared to go to the next step. So I'm caption editor. It's going towards the end of the year. We don't really have too much going on anymore. And towards the end of the year, <laughs> this is where things start to get a little, the cracks start to show, but not enough for me to be like, oh, this is messed up. So I wish Crystal was here. Stuffy. Yeah. Ugh, I'd feel weird sharing what happened to her. I don't know. I can ask her and then if not, I can just like cut this out. Um, but I'm just gonna say here what happened. So we had a a person in our class because now well, I don't know. This is going to sound bad, but I, I don't know how they identify anymore, just to give you a clue of who I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I'm just going to go by they. And um, what I feel like we should probably give this person a name, so I'm not just, because it's going to get confusing if I'm like, she, that, it's like, there's no identify. Um, we'll say... Mm, Rayleigh. All right. Or Raleigh. Raleigh. I like that better. Um, <laughs> Raleigh. Raleigh was a teacher's pet. Oh, yeah. 100%. Like the most teacher's pet you can get. Like Disney Channel level teacher's pet. Like to the point, like I'm a teacher's pet, but at this point, this was painful. Yeah. Raleigh also had an older brother who was in your book before them 
And this older brother had a really good relationship with the yearbook advisor. So Raleigh kind of got a little bit of some nepotism. So Crystalline, Crystalline was aiming to become a photographer. And looking back, I feel like that's going to be the phrase of this episode, looking back. Um, I think Raleigh was a little threatened by this. And so Raleigh would kind of gossip and spread that gossip to the yearbook advisor about Crystalline. And Crystalline couldn't join the second semester of yearbook of our sophomore year in yearbook because she had scheduling conflicts. She really wanted to stay, but she couldn't because, you know, she had to take her actual like required courses. Yeah. There. So somehow it got twisted by Raleigh that Crystalline was talking crap about yearbook. So Raleigh told our yearbook advisor and the yearbook advisor believed it because he came up to me while I was working and asked me point blank if Crystalline was talking crap about yearbook and I said no and it was obviously it was obvious once again looking back now that he wanted me to say yes because Mm -hmm. From that point on, he held a grudge towards Crystalline. It took Crystalline until I think to get a job as to get a quote unquote job, a position as a photographer in your book. It took her that what? long. And she's a really good photographer yeah. and she's a really oh, hard worker. Yeah. So he so a grown man took a child's gossip as truth. And held that gossip against one of his own students. And to me, it's like, if you really, if you really believed, if you really believed that that student was tarnishing the image of yearbook unfairly, then you wouldn't invite them back. But he did. And he he made her time in there more difficult but and we're gonna explain why like it's like well why don't you just leave and we'll explain why i kind of already explained why because i thought this was gonna like lead me to my dream job which in a way it kind of has in a weird way but um so yeah but back to me at the end of sophomore year I found out that one of the editors-in-chief might not be coming back, and they might be going to another program. Uh, Sophie, I think you know what this program is. This is the... Um, <laughs> this is the... The... Um, uh, the... Oops, I did it again program. The oops? Yeah. The oops? The... Yeah. The Hey, Hey, Hey program. Um, yeah. So <laughs> that's that could be an episode, but that really isn't like for us to tell because that would that might actually get us into legal trouble. Um, <laughs> uh, anyways, so I heard that one of the editors in chief might be going to the Oops, I Did It Again program. And I was like, 
oh. Because another girl, really nice girl, I've actually known her since I was in elementary school. She she was also someone who was having some trouble just like in her like her school life and I think she had to drop out and go to a uh man I can't even remember because it was a, it was the school I went to when I dropped out like in junior year to go to like some secondary like not secondary school but whatever it, it, it there's a it, it, that's that's why it's the point I'm getting carried away so she I think she had expressed interest in becoming editor-in-chief and she was a year older than me so she really had the you know she had the right to pursue that position more than I did because she had less years to pursue that position than I did but she recognized that like she was just not going to be able to handle that and I was talking with her and she was like yeah you should you should go and ask the yearbook advisor that and tell him that you're really interested in it. So, and this is not something that I usually do. And I had to learn how to do. Um, you know, you can't just like wake up and expect that you're going to get the things that you want to get. Like you have to work for them and you have to pursue them and you have to ask for them. And I was not good at that because I wasn't someone who spoke up. I was a quiet worker and I did my job and I did like, I was asked of me so at the end of sophomore year and before this I had like we had done an, an, an I had done an event with another club it was kind of like a school spirit club honestly at this point I don't even remember what the name of it was uh but I had kind of run the whole event that day like I was going around my board and clipboard I my clipboard and pen I was like marking down like okay you guys gotta like I was managing it, okay? I was doing a good job. So, and my yearbook advisor was there. And he was taking pictures. So, he saw me doing that. So, I went up to him at the end of the the event and I said, "Hey, I heard this person, like I just asked like, is it true that, you know, this person might not come back?" And I wasn't saying in like a, "Oh, I hope she doesn't come back," cuz she was really nice and she ended up staying, but I just asked him like, "Hey," and I told him, "I'm really interested in editor in chief and I I really want to have the chance to interview for it and try out for it. Even just like an assistant editing, if that's not possible. And he said, well, I don't know, because it usually goes, you know, like that's, this is still like your first year, which is like such a, a BS response because the editors in chief that year weren't even experienced and they just joined. And I was kind of hopeful that maybe like it might work out, but then the person who was going to leave didn't leave. So it just, that would have been like way too many people being editor in chief. So it was understandable to me that I didn't get that role. So that was the end of sophomore year. So now we're going to go into my junior year, but Sophia's sophomore year, which is 2019 through 2021. So. Sophie, I think it's now your turn to explain yeah. how you got into your book. So at our school, every sophomore was required to have a meeting with their counselor to decide what they should do with their schedule. Or no, every freshman. So, um, wait, hold up. No, I got this wrong. 
I was up in the counseling office. Um, mm-hmm. And I had an opening in my schedule and I was like I don't know what I want to do and you know we don't really have a lot of appealing classes to me and she was like my counselor was like well you're an artist like what do you think about graphic design and I was like oh I can take that I can I can try um and so she referred me to the yearbook program I just so happened to be in this guy's English class our yearbook advisor was also um an English Mm, teacher yeah and I was in his class third period while yearbook was fourth period um, so on the first days of my, um, was it sophomore? Yes, sophomore. First day of my sophomore, um, year, I sat in his class. I had an interview on the spot for yearbook and I was, um, yeah, I, w- I joined. He allowed me to join and, um, it was very overwhelming and at first, I didn't really see sophomore year. There was like almost no issues for me. Um, I didn't see a lot of the issues and red flags. It was a lot of building friendships and, you know, having this little group of people that I can really count on. And that's where I met Evangeline. She sat in front of me. <laughs> and I, I we told the story before, but yeah. um, we talked once in a while. But I was like, hey, did you hear that Spider-Man was going to get taken out of the MCU? Wait, no, I thought I said it. I thought I got the Reddit yeah, notification. No. Yeah, you did. And then I, I, I interrupted you and piped in. Um, oh, okay. And then from then we became friends. Evangeline asked me for my number. Ooh. Ooh. Um, and we started mm-hmm. texting. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, from there we became really good friends. I mean, we're here now. We started a podcast. Our legendary yeah. origin story is from that class, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but honestly, this period of my life where um, I was just training, um, the graphic illustrator at the time, she was an angel. I still hang out with her once in a while to this day. Um, yeah, shout was, out Diana. Shout out Diana. I love you. Um, but we've been... She was. She really helped me out um, a lot. Okay, wait. Now that I think of it, there there was one red flag. Oh, there's remember. always one red flag. <laughs> My sophomore year, at least. I remember one red flag. And it was that I was... I didn't have reliable rides in high school. So a lot of the time, um, my um, aunt would pick me up, but a good 30 minutes after school ended. So I would hang out in the yearbook room and I would work on my stuff. And this one time, the advisor was like, you're doing a good job. I, you're, I can see a lot of improvement. And that meant a lot to me. Uh, because again, I did, I did look up to him a lot. And... I was like, I jokingly, I was like, well, this is, this is what you get for not letting me draw. Um, Diana literally had to beg you. And he was like, what do you mean? You, you didn't want to draw. And I'm like, me, I, I literally was pushing to get on a computer and draw and work on graphics from the day I started yearbook. I don't know what you're talking about, but, um, but I kind of passed it off as a joke, I guess. Not really a joke, but I was like, okay, maybe he we like have different re- like memory, because I I kind of have a bad memory, 
So, whatever. Everything goes without a hitch. Um, pretty much from my end. It was really nice. I'm going to be honest. This was the happiest. This is the last time I recount genuine happiness. Like, <laughs> I'm, I, I wish I was kidding, but this is like the first time I woke up in the morning and wasn't dreading doing anything. Like, I was genuinely happy to wake up in the mornings because I knew that I can go to yearbook and I'd have my little friends, my little group, and we can fool off and have a good time. Yes. Um, <laughs> so it seems then, like oh sorry. Oh no, go ahead. Okay. So it kind of seems like if you guys aren't catching up on this that there's a bit of a pattern. Oh yeah. Here. There is a pattern to this man that he's super friendly, super nice in your freshman year, wants to recruit you um into this program. And sophomore year, he, he, you know, like, he makes you feel welcome. He and doesn't, then, you know, he's not, like, yeah. a hard ass on you for the first year. I mean, like, sometimes he is. And it seems like, oh, rightfully so. Like, oh, I, I screwed up. You know, like, that's my bad. And, you know, he'll rightfully, like, call you out on it. So... When Sophia was a sophomore, I was a junior because we were have a year age year difference, a year yep. a, a year age year age, and well, age gap makes it sound like I'm a 25 year old talking to a 15 year old. So it's no, we're a year apart. <laughs> yeah, we're a year we're apart. Almost a year apart. We're like um, we're almost exactly a, a year apart. Almost, yeah, it's a little bit. We're like a a day and a month away from each other. Yeah, um, from a year, so we're pretty close. Yeah, so so at the end of my sophomore year, he basically said, we're not going to put you in editor-in-chief. And I was like, okay, understandable. We're going to put you on senior ads. See, now this may sound like a great opportunity. This might sound like a great trade. You know, I... <laughs> I receive InDesign training, you receive ads. So, but I'm not, I'm not an advertiser. I, like, I'm, I'm not a marketing person. I'm, I was, I mean, he said it himself and he actually like teased me about it a lot. And some of it was a little out of line, like about me being so quiet and me being an introvert and like me being like the weird loner. Um which was already not helpful because I found out later that like some people found me very intimidating, which honestly I don't really care. Um, so that's just like it's probably not the greatest personality type to match with an ads position. Which look, I get like it. It, it gave me some valuable lessons. Like I put it in my resume. Like I'll, I'll say that. Uh, but at the end of the year, I started training in InDesign and. Not to toot my own horn, but I'm kind of like I'm a little bit of an Adobe connoisseur. Like I got I'm my graphic you, design game down. We're gonna jump to it, but Evangeline designed the best spread of <coughs> Oh <laughs> It was so good, it takes your breath away. <laughs> Take my breath. Sorry, that's sorry. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Evangeline created the best spread in my junior her senior yearbook. We might put it up on the mm -hmm. screen. 
Oh, wait. I don't know if you can. Oh, wait, no, I can't because it has a bunch of last names on it. You can censor them out. I know, but that's going to take a lot of time. Okay, whatever. Well, yeah. Whatever. It was a video game spread. Yeah. Me, her, well, Crystal, we're and Clark. We're, jumping ahead. we're jumping ahead. We're jumping way too far ahead. I know, but I'm just saying. Evangeline will, will, will be humble, but I'm telling you, she has some of the best genuine graphic design talent I've ever seen. Thank you. Thank you. Watch someone comment and be like, your thumbnails suck. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, uh, graphic design is my passion, actually. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I talked to it like pretty well. Like I was getting it done. And, you know, then summer comes along or not doing anything. Then my junior year comes along. And for Sophia, it was a it was a it was a bed of roses. It was it was great for her. <laughs> but this was when the I wouldn't even say red flags. It was more like just straight up piles of crap just flying at my face out of nowhere. <laughs> like I went to a zoo expecting to and have like a nice walk crazy. and then the monkeys did not get their food for the day so they started throwing the poop at me and i was like oh god like this came out of nowhere sorry for such like a graphic analogy um <laughs> so i began a senior ads editor with a shout out he'll never listen to this and we don't even talk anymore but tim tam timmy man um, tim, timmy man shout out yeah man. shout out so we were and I realized that I was probably very annoying to him and I didn't even mean to, but I think I was just like going through depression. So I was like acting out kind of weird. Um, uh, yeah. So I started out as senior ads editor, but I also was assigned to be a regular staff member as well because there wasn't enough staff members. Which I realize why there aren't a lot of people willing to join yearbook. Uh, <laughs> so I was not only a senior ad editor, which takes up a lot of time because we had to plan out the format for senior ads. We had to communicate with parents. So that was, you know, getting their phone numbers, sending emails, lots and lots and lots of emails, uh, you know, making the ads. And like making those ads were kind of like making like building a thousand piece puzzle. They were just they were just like the worst things I've ever had to design. Like just soul sucking. Um, I here I can give you guys a a good visual <laughs> of a, what it looked and felt like. Take the Canva collage option. <laughs> slap some text on it yeah and you got a good general idea of what it looks like yeah it's like it's not a complicated design but you'd be surprised how hard it is to fit like really bad quality photos together because most parents which is fair i mean like they don't know how print works and ppi and like all of that stuff and because then they, they get mad they get mad because they turn in a snapchat photo and then it prints and they're like why does my child look like a potato and then you're like well we told you to not turn in that photo and then they get mad but that's that's another thing um 
<laughs> I think you so, should go into customer service. I I don't I think I'd get fired from the first day. <laughs> <laughs> so I was not only a senior ads editor, but I was also a staff member and I was still doing captions. I was still doing a, being a caption editor. So for like about the first month and a half of yearbook, I was a senior ads editor. I was also a captions editor. And I also had to work with Crystalline, poor Crystalline, um, on beats. And I was also a, a student taking AP classes. So yeah. Um, and I just kind of like hunker down and push through because that's what I do because I'm kind of like a workaholic and if I'm set up to do something I'm gonna do it with no break no break so whoa that was weird feedback uh so towards like the month and a half I passed off captions editor to someone else but I kind of trained them and it was a little difficult because they were sometimes not getting how captions worked and i kind of it was like i couldn't even really give over the role because i was still doing it because this person was like the role was just thrust onto this person and this again another 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 case of nepotism uh this person had never been in your book before their older sister had and they got into the program probably partly because their sibling i don't want to i don't want to talk badly about other students but sometimes there's just like certain things that bother me because i didn't have that benefit um so i was doing all of that and i soon came to find out that this yearbook advisor did not give two craps that i was doing all of that so he was getting mad at Tim Tam Timmy Man and I, but I felt like a lot of it was placed on me. I don't know if that's like I don't know if that's a fair assumption. Cause I don't know how much of it like you witnessed. Um of the nepotism? N- no. Where where are you? <laughs> are you like sitting so out? <laughs> I'm in my bedroom. Off the booth. Oh, no, I'm kidding. Um, I'm tired, but what? No, I'm talking about like it. I felt like a lot of the like his his um you know issues with how. Tim and I were uh, running the senior ads department. I felt like a lot of the issues were um, his anger, the yearbook advisor's anger, like towards those issues was kind of shuffled off to me mainly. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. So... Just to give you some details that actually matter, we were we talked with the previous senior ads editor who ended up being what we'd like to call the photosmith, which was just like the person who did Photoshop and cut out people out of photos and all that fun stuff. So 
we had to like have a team meeting at the beginning of the year about like what senior ads were going to look like. And we had this meeting and our yearbook advisor was weirdly like, this is all on you guys. Like you guys got to do it. Autonomy. We're an autonomous, like yearbook isn't a class, Sophia. It's a commitment. (laughs) That's funny because, um, side note, we had that saying hung up on the wall. Yeah. And I slapped a sticky note on it, which from the last time I checked, which was a couple of days before graduation, it was still there. I wrote, actually, it's a cult. (laughs) Speaking of cults. So, uh, yeah, so we had planned out the design, and he kept on saying, like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to plan out a time where we're going to print out the senior ads, like, as, you know, like, and just go over them before we actually send them over to the publisher and get actual proofs back. This was in fall, I believe, like, towards the end of fall, because school kind of starts, like, towards the beginning of fall. And... He never set up a plan. And, like, I don't know, maybe Tim and I should have been autonomous and done that ourselves, but we were like waiting for the advisor to advise us. I don't like that makes sense to me, but I don't know. We live in a clown world. So, (laughs) so we never do that. We're just going by. And we're making the ads, we're emailing the parents, we're doing all this stuff, stuff that we're supposed to do. He's starting to get mad because we're not selling ads. He's always like, you know, the past senior ads editors were selling ads left and right and blah, 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 blah. And one day I just said to him, I'm like, I'm not a senior. So you put a junior in a senior ads editor editing senior ads department and you're all of a sudden expecting me to just know 50 seniors the person who you repeatedly call like the most introverted person in your class so i mean like what do you expect i mean i didn't say that verbatim but i i I just said like i that's hard for me so I, i mean i wasn't like to put tim under the bus or anything but Tim and I were both introverts, so it's like there's only so much you can expect from us. Uh, but uh, make it make sense. Yeah, make it make sense. So Tim and I actually, oh, Sophia dropped out. <laughs> um, oh, you good? Yeah, I accidentally clicked. <laughs> <laughs> clicked off. I was talking too much. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. No, continue. Yeah. So. Tim and I actually made the effort to go out and sell ads. And a reminder, I was still trying to work with Crystalline to get interviews from teachers and other students and all this stuff. I wasn't really doing cap I wasn't really handling captions anymore, so I had that knocked off. But I was also like still in my classes and I wasn't doing very well in them. I was very stressed out. But I really cared about yearbook, and it was the one thing that I really, you know, I felt like I was succeeding in. And even though maybe I wasn't selling the most ads, I was still doing my work. And, you know, I 
this was part of the cold open, but and I I I joke about it, but one day I went to go get like the table and the signs and everything to go sell ads and it he's in there and it's like it's just like it's kind of like a gloomy day <laughs> like a weird foreshadow but i just go in there i'm like oh okay like where can i get all the supplies i'm gonna go out and sell ads like woo like you're i'm doing like what you asked me to do and he just he looked very he did not look happy and he specifically did not look happy with me and i kind of like didn't know what to do so i was just kind of like get, trying to get the supplies but then and i don't even remember exactly i mean i remember some of the things that he did say and he just he just kind of goes into this like what are you even doing in this class and I was like, what? And he's like, today. He's like, I don't I don't know what's going on with this class and I don't know what's going on with you. But today I got a call from one of the biology teachers and one of the biology teachers had said that there was a lab that went on and we take pictures of labs for like the academic section of the yearbook. And it turns out we had, Crystal and I had just missed it. And it was because we were supposed to get signatures from the teachers to prove that we had gone there. And I guess. And like, again, like I'm not, I'm not mad at Crystal for this or anything. She just like, it, she was, she was pretty much doing beats on her own because I was doing senior ads and I was trying to do all this. And she probably, I think what happened is that she had just ran out of time that day to go get that last teacher. So we missed a lap. By the way, if if you've been in a high school biology class, you know that there is more than one lab a semester. And you know that missing one lab isn't the end of the world. Yeah, but he made it seem to me that it was the end of the world. And I tried explaining to him, like, hey, I, you know, I'm, I'm really trying. It must have just, we just, we must have just missed it. Like, it just fell and I was really, like, trying to, you know... I wasn't trying to like make excuses, but I was just trying to explain why that might have happened. And he just didn't want to hear it. And at that point, it was like it was like a completely different person had appeared in that room because before, like this was someone I looked up to and who I thought was like there to you know you know teach me and you know be like just like a good teacher like a good role model mentor whatever for the next four years and all of a sudden like this he just started screaming at me and we were alone in this room and in the back room where you know all the computers and everything are and he just starts screaming at me and it, chastising me and basically calling me lazy how he he doesn't know why i'm even in this class because i'm not i'm not pulling my fair share i'm not doing the work and it was like 
And I was taking everything he said to heart. Like I took everything he said as like, oh, he's right. Like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not pulling my weight. Like I just, I was like, oh yeah, no, I suck. Like I'm just, I'm lazy, which is nothing. Yeah. Like, which is nothing I would have ever attributed to myself beforehand because I always pride myself on working really hard, almost working so hard to a point that it's like, it's self-destructing. So I did not sell ads that day. <laughs> um, and I went into one of the art like classrooms because that's where some of my friends were. And I was just like, so depressed. And before I even got into that room, I think I was like crying and it, I, I don't even know if I told my friends what had happened, but I didn't tell my parents. I told Crystalyn what happened, obviously, because he ended up yelling at the whole class about it, and and she explained to me what happened, and I obviously like I wasn't mad at her at all. I was completely like mad at myself. So that happened, and that was kind of the start of the decline, the downfall. Yeah, that was like the downfall. And what sucked is again, like I, I didn't I didn't tell anyone and I don't know I know why I didn't tell anyone, but like I really regret that because that could have that could have saved probably like everyone a lot of <laughs> a lot of trouble. Uh and from that point on, and it was really weird because a couple of days later, I don't know if you remember this, but you know, we we all had to wait outside of the classroom before we could yeah. go in or else we'd get, like, really mad. We'd get, oh, like, when I mean upset, I mean <laughs> like upset. Upset. So we all had to wait outside and sometimes we'd be, like, past, like, the bell had run and he would just keep us outside. And then if one of us went in, he would get super mad. But He was like, I didn't let you guys in. What are you guys doing? And then, and then, hold up, hold up. Don't even think about knocking. Don't yeah, don't. Don't even think about it. Um and it was like a couple days after he had yelled at us and said how disappointed he was. And basically he yelled at the entire class and he had used some of the same talking points that he had used on me. So <laughs> talking points. Uh he he had kept us waiting outside. And he, I think he had some of the editors in there or something, because when we came inside, he had, like, some, some light thing going on, and he was doing, he was doing some weird, like, announcement thing. And he'd be like, Evangeline, blah, 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 this, and he would, like, announce people and say something about them, and he was trying to, like, boost class morale. Do you remember that? It was really awkward. It was like it was like the the football thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. So, that was weird. So like that's kind of some of the things that he would do. Like he'd get really mad at you and then just like but the next day it was like, "Oh, everything's fine again." And he would say like, "Don't take it personally. I'm just trying to make you a better person." Oh, he didn't say that to me in that room. Oh, but. <laughs> he, said that to me. he said, don't take it personally. I'm just trying to make you better. And then he would just rip into me. Yeah. And I'd be uh, scared. And you're like almost crying. And I'm going to be like, 
I'm going to take it personally. Yeah, so he would do that a lot where he'd like yell at you and then the next day everyone got like a free pizza, like that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so that happened and I still didn't even I still didn't even like think at the time like I still didn't even think anything bad of him I was still like everything that he says bad like to me is true so he can't possibly be bad so I'm still gonna defend him and all this stuff so Uh, how do I say this without getting dinged by the YouTube gods? Um, something, <laughs> I kind of had like a, a, a couple mental breaks, breakdowns. You're a, bit, you're a bit, um, insane in the membrane, if you will. Yeah, um, this is, this isn't funny, but it's kind of funny. <laughs> This one of my first like mental breaks that happened was well, I had a lot of them. Probably after every AP US history test, I would go into a bathroom and cry. So that was like every week. Um, so every week I was going into a bathroom and just crying. Um, I thought it was because I was upset that Iron Man died in Endgame, but it was it was it was a little bit of that, oh, and what? it was also. It was also the fact that it was just like I was getting stretched out. That sounds really sus. Um, I was getting, I was getting spread out too thin. That's not a bad. That's not. Someone can make it sus, but it's not really sus. Um, but yeah, it's I just had. I had too much stuff on my plate, and i thought that was fine like i thought that was okay and i was being a little baby about it so i just didn't tell anyone what was really going on and i was just like gotta power through pull up the bootstraps get, get on with it america um and <laughs> it was uh, halloween it wasn't Halloween. It was like the day before Halloween, but everyone dressed up at school the day before Halloween. Yeah. So I dressed up as Black Widow. I had the makeup on. Like I was. Yeah, she I was did. on it. Um, and we were gonna go. My when I went home, <laughs> my parents and I were gonna go see Joker. And this is why this is like <laughs> this is. When it came out on a Friday night. And I overheard my mom on the phone because she, I, I don't remember, I think she knew my grades were kind of slipping or something. And she was trying to talk to it. She was trying to get on the phone with a counselor or some, or somebody. Mm -hmm. And I had overheard her. And previously that summer, I had gotten my, wisdom teeth taken out also earlier that year i had gotten a really bad case of strep throat and mono and i'm gonna tell you right now i genuinely think that is like severely screwed with my immune system and my brain ever since that happened which is like 2019 
So it's 2022 now, and I'm still like, I feel like I still am reeling from the effects of that. So why it's important to say that I got my wisdom teeth taken out. This is kind of getting into some personal territory, but it kind of correlates to like my mental state during your book and what I was like pushing myself through, which was just not okay. Um, when you get your wisdom teeth taken out and you got to go through anesthesia and it's, oh, buddy, it's, it's painful. It's painful. So you got some powerful uh, meds there. And oh. It, if you, if you, I don't know if you know where this is heading. Um, Blood work? N- no, 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 no. So. Oh, you said something, didn't you? Uh, n- no. Okay. I'm saying I got my wisdom teeth taken out. Mm-hmm. And I had really powerful uh, medication. Yeah. Pills. Yes. So I still had those up to um, October. Yes, because that's when Joker came out. <laughs> I can't believe this is... I can't believe I'm saying this. Um. So... When I heard my mom on the phone and it was a, it was about my grades and my schoolwork, I genuinely correlated my grades with my like existence. Like and that went for your book as well. My, you know, my uh my reputation in that class. I I equated that to my existence. So if my grades were down, then that was like, oh, I'm a worthless piece of crap. Which I'm sure many people go through. I still struggle with. Um, I do too. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, if you can't, <laughs> I'm trying not to say it outright, but. I was very upset that day. I overheard my mom talking about my grades and it, I was in the corner of my room like silently sobbing and I had the um the things that I was talking about that I got over the summer and I was contemplating whether or not to consume. You can put two and two together. Yeah, so I'm trying not to say it outright because it could easily get stained and I don't want that to happen because I think people need to hear this because it happens and you shouldn't just keep it to yourself because it's not it's not going to end up well. And also, teachers end up manipulating their students way more than you think it is. So I think it's just, yeah, you're so, not alone out there. If you're listening to this and you're kind of going through the same thing, you're not alone. Just know that. Yeah. So I'm, I'm saying this because this is giving you guys a picture of my mental state at that moment and kind of like how desperate I was to keep my grades up keep my reputation in your book because I still wanted so badly to be an editor-in-chief like that was just that was that was the end game for me um but oh excuse me yeah so I had that day in fall and I just obviously I didn't 
do that because I'm I'm still here. So <laughs> and I'm glad you are. Yeah. Um so I had that moment and I just kept on pushing through. And then and come winter I had a friend who had dropped out of our high school to join another high school that was kind of like a oh, oh my gosh, what is this what is this type of school called? Is it was it like a homeschool program? Kind of. Because from my understanding, that's what it was. Like you had your classes online, and um, you still had time to come in and do work for us. Yeah. So I'm just trying to figure out like what the heck it's actually ca- called. Self study, independent study, independent study. That's it. So. I had a, I had like probably the biggest mental breakdown over winter break, and I started the process to go into independent study. So I pretty much dropped out of public, the public high school system to go join the school because I just I was so distraught. I was so like, it it was bad. Um, so that was a whole convoluted process that took way too long. But I had, and now I shouldn't have even told him why, but I basically was like crying in front of him and telling him, I'm so stressed out. I have to drop out of this high school because I, I just, I can't continue on like this. And I told him, and this is like this is how dedicated I was to this program. I was like, I'm gonna drop out of my classes here, but if you're willing, and I was like practically begging, I was like, if you're like, I still want to be in this program. I care so much about this program. I'm like so dedicated, and I really hope you're you would let me stay in this program, even though I'm not really going to this school anymore and turns out there was like a dual enrollment thing so i it wasn't like i was just going in there and not getting credits i was still getting credits but that's how dedicated i was i would i was going to independent study and i begged my mom like i still need to be in your book so please drive me over there and i would be there and sometimes i'd be a few minutes late but you know i was still there i was always there and like, I feel like I worked hard. I know I worked hard. No, you um, you did. You were probably one of the most hardworking people ever. I still stand by it. You were one of the best things that ever happened to your book. Thank you. I don't. I don't know if I. Yeah, I don't. Uh, no, yeah. don't be helpful right now. <laughs> it's true because no one, and I mean no one worked as hard as Evangeline did. I mean, I don't care um, what she has to say, what anyone else to say. We're going to get to that part of the story when we get into her senior year, my junior year um, part. But it was, I got genuinely so bad on how this conclusion turns out. Because I'm like, if anyone out of this trio out of the class deserved more recognition it was going to be evangeline because you you literally did not have to do anything um but you still came in and you still tried to help and like i don't know 
But um, yeah. Continue. Yeah. Well, thanks. Um, but I, I was really trying. Like I, and uh, you know, he would he would get like kind of annoyed, make a little bit like passive aggressive comments to me about like me being a few minutes late and I had to explain to him like I I you know I don't have my own transportation like I well I do have my own transportation but I, I wasn't driving and he was like why aren't you driving and I was like because I well first off I have to get a car and I have to go through the process and he just didn't seem to be very understanding of that for some reason so I had to keep on telling him like my mom is driving me like there's only so much I can do and he would also get mad that I would have to miss like a <sighs> I would always have to miss a class a month because I had braces at the time and like and that was always the time that they had open so I had to miss a yearbook class a month because I needed to get my braces worked on if you know if that makes sense I don't know yeah <laughs> um like, oh I'm sorry like it's your bad that you had teeth. it's it's, you, yeah. it's on you that you have teeth Maybe don't yeah. have to. Yeah. So. <laughs> so those things were happening. And this is where. And Sophie, I think you had, so, you had some insight that I didn't have at the time. And this was more towards. Oh. 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 What? And all of a sudden, the pandemic hit. Oh, yeah. I was going to. I was going to lead up to that. But you had more things to say before I, I hit the. The, um and then the pandemic hit yeah I, well i was like what else do i need to say and i was like oh wait i can't jump to those things because that was after we All had right, to go are online ready to move on to the next section the pandemic yeah and then the pandemic hit we all went through <laughs> we went online um but we we had like maybe one zoom class um for for our our this year and um a lot of the communication, at least on my end, when it came to graphic illustration was via text messages. Um, AKA I had to track down all of our editors' phone numbers and ask them for assignments. And I think it went on my end pretty smoothly, except for the fact that I stayed up for like a good two, three nights in a row. I had like maybe two hours of sleep before I had to get up and start working again because all of these illustrations had a due date and I as one person could not humanly handle all of these illustrations. I had Diana with me but she also had a very large fair share and also she had a job at the time um, which no shade to her. So I picked up most of the graphics. And while I'm happy that I had a workload, it was a lot. Like, it was... I, I actually... I remember... I specifically remember that one night you and me stayed up. Or you texted me, like, really late at night. Um, and you were just... I, I felt like you were going to go crazy that night. I don't know if you remember that. What, what was I talking about? It was like some last minute senior ad things. Oh. Do you remember oh, that? 
Well, yeah, there's a. Yeah. So January through March, right? Because that's when we were all like sent home. Yeah. So January through March, it was like pretty smooth sailing. No, it was in class. Yeah. And when the pandemic hit, I was super stressed out because I was like, oh my God, like we don't have that much time to get this yearbook done. You're asking us to like now do this all over Zoom. Like this is not, this isn't great. Um, But honestly, hot take, but the pandemic for me personally, this is very selfish. Obviously, I know that like COVID is not great. Don't mean in that sense. But for me personally, pandemic was great because I was like, so happy at home when I wasn't doing yearbook work. Not me. <laughs> oh, I was I was having the time of my life. I was like, oh my god, I don't have to talk to people. I don't have to. It. I can do whatever I want in my room. I can be my little crackhead neurodivergent self in my room. The mask is off. Like it's great, except when yearbook comes up. So everything other than yearbook was great. So, but. When your book happened, which is what we're talking about, that wasn't so great. So Tim Tam, Timmy Man, and I were pumping out the ads. We turned them in. So the process of give you some insider yearbook information. Insider um, knowledge. So 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 fascinating. So the process of proofing is very tedious. So it's when you get a spread, you have to put it like because we create an InDesign spread and it's going to be like approximately the size of the pages in the yearbook. So then we're going to put them on to. Well, I don't even remember what they're called now, (laughs) Um, but these are the pages that. They're separate InDesign files, Adobe InDesign files. Um, and actually, I don't even know how to explain this. You really don't need to know this. But we were going through the proofing process. Again, not on the entire year did our yearbook advisor ever ask to print out these pages before we started proofing. He had the entire year. The entire year. And he never once asked us to do it. So... We, he finally asked us to actually prove it. So we were spending, I mean, like we were staying up a lot of nights to do this, um, to prove. And we had to put them onto the server, the server, God, the server. Oh, the server. Um, (laughs) The server. The server. Um, and so a previous, the senior ads editor before us became an editor in chief that year um she stole my job i'm joking um uh well no i'm talking about i'm not talking about the the three uh amigos over there in my senior year i'm i'm talking about someone who had senior seniority um okay got it yeah because you also forgot about um the other guy (laughs) Uh, the the Bos- <laughs> Bosnian person. <laughs> Evangeline, you cannot say that like that. 
<laughs> the photosmith. The, the wait, did you already mention him? Yeah, because I heard photosmith and I thought about Raleigh. No, 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 no. I'm, okay. I'm no. no the guy. He wasn't we're, that involved at that we're point. Gonna re- we're just gonna refer online. to him as the guy. He was my beat partner. He witnessed me cry on my first day. It was embarrassing. Yeah, he was. He was something else. Oh, I cried uh, on my first day. You know what? Can I just say this as a quick parallel? Yeah. I cried on my first day of like working for a yearbook doing captions, and then I cried on my first day of work. So I don't know if that's just a parallel, a coincidence, or something happened to me. It's probably just like a a change of work scenery. I I don't know. Sensory overload, maybe. Okay, you don't you don't need to call me neurodivergent like that. Okay, shut up. But that's like the whole point. This is like that should just be what the podcast is. Two neurodivergent people. Brand- um, <laughs> two neurodivergent people try to have a conversation. Yeah. Um. So all of a sudden, I get this really, and I was kind of annoyed that this editor, like, would text me in such like kind of a aggressive manner because it's like it's not like this person and the advisor didn't have you know august to the beginning of march to look over these ads with tim and i so all of a sudden there's major issues with the ad the ads so we get on a zoom call at like 10 o'clock at night two hours before these were supposed to be submitted and they basically tell us that the ads are trash and the format needs to be completely changed. At 10 yeah. o'clock at night. Yeah, I remember this now. Weeks before weeks before this book is due. So it's like at that point I was like. I was getting mad and this is what I mean by like the pandemic was the best thing for me because I stopped being like a a little like people pleaser towards authority members like it was the it was the start of that for me and Tim and I were like we were pissed off like rightfully so we're like seriously like I mean we didn't say this to them but it's like we had the beginning of the year until March to look over these ads not once did you ever come over and look at them and now and this is another like pet peeve of mine when people like get mad at you for not asking questions even though you never had that question in the first place because it was never like the topic was just never brought up and that's something that this advisor would always do he's like why didn't you ask that question this could have been resolved it's like well i didn't even think to ask that question because it was never an issue that got brought up so for the next like week or so tim and i are staying up until like two in the morning trying to like remake an entire like 20 pages of ads yeah so we do that we finally proof it there were still some issues with it which were like fair issues to have um just like minor things that probably could have gotten resolved again if we had used the august to march um months to figure that out but we didn't so we were stuck doing that. Um, and then ads are done. Ads are done. The book is pretty much done. 
Uh, Sophia, I don't know if you have anything to say about the wrapping of the book. If... Um, anticlimactic. Yeah. I will say, though, this book, the book that we are currently on in the storytelling, mm-hmm. is the only yearbook that sits on my shelf to this date. Because it's the only yearbook that I've worked on that I'm genuinely proud of. Yeah. Because, um... um <laughs> Even though that year was rough in general, I still hold a, a lot of good memories with it. Yeah. But um, junior year is really where it all starts ramping up. Well, we can't even get into the actual school year because we have to talk about the summer. Because yeah, you have like, some insider information that I, I can't tell because it's... Insider stuff oh but i didn't i didn't tell the story about because i think my summer with yearbook it started and ended very quickly but i think it started before yours did okay because i makes any sense um no i think it overlapped it overlapped i also think it overlapped because i remember you asking me about stuff while the pre- school year meetings were happening yes so (laughs) there was a parent there was a parent of a very popular kid and i had reached out to them multiple times because they had never reached back out to me to for any photos like i kept on asking them like do you still want your senior ad all the phone calls completely went to voice mail um voice message or whatever and my emails emails never responded text messages nothing i never received anything from this parent so this parent didn't get a spot in the yearbook which is also difficult for us because we're planning to we block out those spaces they paid for the space so we're going to block out that space so it was really annoying and you know we texted the we finally got a hold of the person that this was the the daughter of the parent and they said that they didn't want the ad anymore and we're trying to like turn in the book so it's just like okay you don't want the ad anymore get rid we need to get rid of the space we just need to focus on that and during this time she said she wanted a refund and look i understand that tim and i should have told our advisor right away that this person wanted a refund but we were trying to turn in all this stuff we were really stressed out we were running on little to no sleep and we were just like let's get this done and then we can worry about refunding afterwards because this person like seemed like pretty chill like it wasn't going to be the end of the world if they didn't get their money back but we also like didn't know the refunding process because no one had asked for a refund that entire year and we weren't like we weren't trained on how to deal with that. So Tim is like, I'll handle it. Cause he was in communication with that that student. So the advisor gets word of it. And I'm visiting my grandma, who I now live with, uh, for my birthday. And during this week, I keep on getting text messages and I'm responding to them. But it turns out this parent kind of made a fuss about this refund. 
And the advisor, rightfully so, was like, we cannot give you a full refund. You had an entire year to to communicate with us about this, and all of a sudden now you want a refund. Like, that's ridiculous. Like, um, you just like you don't do that, especially for like a a student run program. Like, what? And so we had to give a partial interview in Hey, dude, I can't hear you. I think he was trying to imply that I I dropped the ball on communicating with the parent. And it's just like, no, I called multiple times. I emailed multiple times. And that's what happened. And so after that, I sent him all the proof that I had that I communicated with this parent. Something happened where... I was having issues with my phone and my phone was like deleting text messages. So that wasn't like very good. That sounded kind of suspicious on my end, but it didn't warrant the punishment, the unsaid punishment that I got. Uh, and so after that phone call and, you know, at this point, like he said to me at the beginning of the year, senior ads editor is going to prepare you for editor-in-chief throughout the year he kept on like making motions and kind of alluding to the fact like you're going to end up over there and over there what i mean is like the area where the editor-in-chief editors-in-chief like operate um that department and so that entire year i am working my ass off to get that position and it all comes crumbling down because of one parent and this refund and after that phone call i don't hear from him ever again until the first day of school so sophia i'll pass it off to you about what you were hearing about the situation and all right um so um at this time i did have his number and he sent me a zoom link we stayed a little bit in contact over the pandemic, but not too much. It was more of a, um, are you ready for this year? Um, just be, pre- be preparing ideas. So, yeah. Um, he invites me to a couple of staff meetings. And in the staff meeting, it's me, the presumably, we'll get to this later, lead graphic illustrator. Um, because I'm sorry, I thought I was going to have a whole department this year. Um and I was led to believe that, by the way. Um, I'm not <laughs> pulling that out of my butt. But the um the me, photographer, lead photographer, 
the three editors in chiefs, the three at the time at least, um, and we will get to that later. And then I believe the our 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 class manager or um that's what we called that position, the manager essentially. And a lot of those meetings were just tossing ideas around and not doing nothing that much productive. And at the time, I I wasn't aware of all the positions and what was solidified. And Evangeline had texted me, um, you know, is there any any of the um are any of the positions like did you hear anything about me and stuff like that? Are you guys still having staff meetings? It was something along those lines. Um, and I said nothing was mentioned because literally nothing was mentioned. Um, he never went over about what our roles were. We were just there tossing ideas. I knew it was a mm-hmm. staff meeting, but I'm not, I wasn't exactly sure why I was even there in the first place because that, like, that was a meeting to have with the lead chief and editors or editors in chief and your more design crew, not your illustrator. And um, that led to what happened to Evangeline, essentially, where she got blue-balled. As that's the most <laughs> simplest way you can put it, you got blue-balled. Uh, yeah, that was... That was... Ugh, yeah. It, I, I, it was... I wasn't it was talking, a... by the way. I know you just texted me. I wasn't talking. I was just like oh. letting my voice rest for like two minutes. <laughs> okay, no, you're good. Because I was like, yeah. I can't hear you and I don't know what I'm doing. No, I was just like letting you talk because okay. I've been talking a lot. Uh, um, Yeah, so that entire summer, I I genuinely thought I was... I was waiting for the call, the text, the email anything that was gonna say okay we're gonna start planning the next year book like your editor-in-chief something along those lines um i was talking to tim about it he kind of he he kind of i think he kind of knew what was going on but like he didn't know for sure so he wasn't going to tell me i don't know that for sure but i think that was what was going on and these you know, it, I was I was really like holding out hope for this position, and I don't know why I thought this, but my hope was like so strong that like the first day of school, I was expecting him to just like announce my name, like it was going to be like welcome, like the editors in chief, like Evangeline, like is our new editor in chief. Like I thought it was going to be this whole thing, and you know, for me, that's really rare because i don't like getting called out i don't like being the center of people's attention i really don't i like to be in the background i like to do my work but i really thought that was what was going to happen over that zoom meeting and that's not what happened instead three three girls who had only been there for a year one of them only half a semester had gotten the editor in chief positions and my heart just like sunk because I had done all of this work. I was working my 
butt off. I was trying to like exceed, match his expectations of me. And I thought I had done a good job minus the whole, which wasn't the, the mom like asking for a refund thing. It wasn't even my fault. So I don't know why that, I mean, like minus that, I thought I had done a decent job in the two years that I had been in the program, my sophomore and junior year. And to hear those people's names get called for that position, um, it was like really devastating. Like that was probably one of the lowest points so far in my life, which I know sounds lame because it's high school. But like for me, like that was only a couple years ago. And it just really sucked. Um, so it, yeah. And right after I, I think I just left the Zoom meeting as soon as possible. He didn't ask for me to stay after. It was like, it was like I was a completely new staff member. Like I had just done everything, worked super hard to just start back at zero. And I got off the Zoom meeting and I just started crying because like, again, like that, that just sucks. Like you worked really hard to get somewhere you were led to believe like it's it's not like i never asked for editor-in-chief it's not like he never it's not like he never said that that was where i was going to be like he kept on saying he kept on alluding to it i asked for it previously and i just like i didn't get it and i know that's like how life turns out some way but sometimes but to me that was just that was just beyond it was messed up so was I was just like devastated. He he literally led you on for since you were a freshman that you were going to be in this position that you've been working so hard to get to only to just completely deny this and like just like act like it never happened and then pull what like what he did halfway through the year. Um this was um yeah, around this time, I was um, I was staying for staff meetings. I was um, I ha- I had some pretty big shoes to fill. Yeah, it, after Di- Diana had graduated, and she was a really good graphic illustrator. I mean, she was. A, a, I remember a very big thing in sophomore year, which. I guess I forgot to mention was that I had a lot of trouble learning graphic design. Um, I I just it's just not my forte. It's not something I can com- comprehend. I know I'm an artist. I do draw. I do crafty things, but graphic design is one of those things where it just has such a method to it that I don't understand. And I yeah, had- it's just like it's a different art form because I'm not like I'm not good at drawing. Like just to. For people who are like no, completely yeah. like non-creatives, like it's it's just like it's a completely it's it will it it overlaps like it does it can overlap like your book makes it overlap which is cool like that's a cool mesh of those two things but it's just like <laughs> graphic design is kind of like the math of of art <laughs> like <laughs> so it's mathematical in nature. 
not exactly that you got to pull out a calculator and calculate stuff, but it's just, it has a method and it has rules to it. And it was very hard for me to learn that. I still haven't learned it. And Diana did the best she could to teach me and I really appreciated it, but I was still struggling a lot. And it really came through junior year where I didn't have Diana to lean back you on. cut out. Oh, sorry. Um, I was going to say, um, and I struggled a lot in junior year with it because I didn't have Diana to lean back on. And I had her number and I talked to her about it a lot, but it, was, it wasn't the same. Like, I couldn't just turn to her and ask for help. So a lot of it was on my own and he provided a lot of resources for me. Like he got a Squarespace subscription. Um, he made me take Adobe classes. It was a lot. And, you know, I was, I was feeling pretty overwhelmed by it. And I know that it, I know my best isn't a lot and is probably not something that I should be like at least I'm trying my best because a lot of times my best is not is not good um but I will say I really was trying my best and I really was trying to at least give them something to work with and at a certain point I can t- I can I, I I I could tell that they were all getting very frustrated I guess that I did not have the same ideas as Diana and it's no shade to her Diana because she's a wonderful person and I love her, but I'm not her. And I I was yeah. never going to be her. <laughs> My pronouns are she, not her, because I'll never be her. Stop. <laughs> I have to throw some jokes in here. Oh no, that was, was good. That was good. It was bad. I a lot of the times I, I think this really like I, I think about this and I realize that this is a lot of where my self-worth comes from. The approval of others. <laughs> and um yeah, this is did this did not do well for my for my mental health. Um I remember I, I tried a lot and at one point, um we took a little break on working on the cover. The cover was like the the thing that stressed me out the most because I just did not know what to do for the cover. And we had some stupid ass theme that year and they were throwing Ugh. some stupid ass ideas at me. Like um if we can I'll th- I'll send Evangeline pictures of the of the designs I did. I I liked some of them and I thought they were really good. I had this like one negative space one that I had but I got denied because it didn't follow the theme. Like, that stupid ribbon design that we did. We did, like, this moving ribbon. No, it was, like, like that, one of the worst things ever. Oh, like my headphones just died. Wait sense. a second. You're all good. Like, that made any sense. It made zero sense for the theme. And I had this other design. It was very simple, but it was hexagons. And I thought it would have been cool to have hexagon cutouts for the pictures instead of squares. And I thought, like, a, a little bit of honeycomb, because I think a, a, a good theme that we were going for was unity. And honeycombs are, like, you know, uh, bee colonies. A lot of them rely on teamwork. So, I don't know. I thought it was cool. I got denied, too. And I remember um, even when 
I, I didn't want to call myself lead graphic design. I knew that that was the position that I wanted as the pos- position I was proud to be in. And I remember we did every year. Um, we Shit, did... it's coming out of my speakers. <laughs> um, and I remember one year or every year we did this kind of like conference. But this year it was online. And I worked, I woke up extra early that day. It was, it was on a weekend, I think. I w- woke up extra early to work on the cover, only to be told that I didn't need to be at the meetings. But I insisted that I, I go because um, I wanted to. And I was very enthusiastic. And when I introduced myself, I said, hi, I'm the lead graphic illustrator. Um, he went, oh, no, this is just, yeah, she's the illustrator. And... I don't know. I'm back. <laughs> okay. Did you hear what I said last? No. I didn't hear oh, okay. anything. You're all good. I was just going to say that I was talking about the conference. Um, the conference? And how... Well, remember how every year he would take the graphic illustrator to editors and... Oh, um, yeah. But it was online. And I introduced myself to the panel as the lead graphic illustrator and he completely like just went oh yeah she's the illustrator and like kind of waved me off oh and I looking back on it I probably should have been more upset but at this point I was like oh well maybe like you know we were just in a hurry because we were we were all we were like in a very long line of yearbookers trying to get reviews from these professionals and these professionals in quotation marks because barely any of these people were probably qualified yeah <laughs> i'm realizing we should we should have probably made this like a two-parter probably yeah um yeah because this episode is only almost two hours long so i think what we're gonna do because i think the 2021 there's no, 2020 through 2021 is, like, an episode's worth. Oh, yeah. So, what we're gonna do is we're gonna stop now, um, because this is, like, very emotionally <laughs> draining a little bit. <laughs> it is a little bit. I am, I am pretty tired right now. Yeah, so we're gonna stop there. We will come back the week after next to finish this explain the rest very long story and i would just like to say i know some of the things we're saying are concerning but we're doing relatively better yes <laughs> i'm going to say relatively because we're both stressed and we're tired and we have our adult lives to deal with but we're we've generally moved past i know we have some residual I guess, side effects of being in your book. But other than that, mm-hmm. this is really us trying to close the book on it. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, if you somehow find out, and we'll say this again next episode, if you somehow find out what high school we went to, you're most definitely going to find out because there's only one yearbook program there, obviously. Um, and there's only one advisor. Uh, if you do end up finding it out, um, don't harass. Don't harass him. 
don't um, don't harass him. I mean, he deserves it, but friends. don't. I'm kidding. <laughs> what? I said. I said, don't harass him. We have our own plans. Oh, oh, yeah. That's that's. We're kidding. We're kidding about that. We're kidding um, we're, for legal reasons. That is a huge joke. Yeah, like we'd appreciate it if you don't like send this. If you know what high school, if you end up finding out what high school he went to, um, like don't send this to the high school because we really don't want to deal with that. Like we're just telling that. Like, I think my hope with this is that if someone is going through a similar situation in one of their high school programs, it's especially high school program, uh, especially high school about in it. general. Yeah, like please speak up about it. I know it. I it's. It can be a very scary thing and you might be concerned with like, well, I still want, you know, the, I still want this program to exist for future students. Um, I hate to say it, but you got to look out for yourself because, and the other people who are in your class in the present moment, because it's just, it's, uh, it's not worth it. It's not it's worth really it. Not. You're... Your mental health and self-worth is not worth a high school teacher or program or class. It's not worth it. I'm telling you, high school is literally a blip in your life. Yeah, it really Just... is. Even though we're making a two-part, um, <laughs> two-parter on it. Yeah, but... but in general, just hey, if you're in high school right now, just do what you need to do and get out of there. Like yeah. that's all I can say. Don't just just get out once you get out of there it's gonna be better even if you gotta go deal with your adult life and pay taxes and get a job and go to college it's still gonna be eons better ages better than high school yeah um but yeah i don't want to drag it over too long because this episode is gonna be like two hours so oh, yeah um I, did, I really didn't mean it for it to be that long we uh, really didn't <laughs> yeah so yeah, we will see you in another week. And yeah. Ow. And Ow. wait in two Let weeks. Go my leg. God, you. I'm sorry. He attacks my leg. Yeah, that's because he didn't. Oh, never mind. Um. <laughs> uh, but yeah, please uh like and subscribe if you haven't already done so. Uh. Join Britcord if you like Britney Spears. We also have a podcast there that I co-host, and and yeah, leave a comment, like, subscribe. Yeah, yeah, we're really tired right now, so sorry this outro is not yeah. So I'm just gonna cut off there. I've said what I need to say. So all right, well, good night, everyone. Night. <laughs> good night. Good morning. Good afternoon. Wherever you, whenever you're watching this. Uh, well, you have a usual like little outro you do. Yeah, I mean, it's like, hey, thanks for if you made it this far. Thank you so much for sticking with us. We really appreciate. Like, comment, and subscribe, and we will see you. Not next week. The week after next week. Yeah. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye bye.